Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello, all, and welcome to the Shall We Read a Poem. I'm Russ. I'm Lauren. What's that grin for? <laughs> I was just thinking how sunny our episode was last week. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it? I brought rosé today. I don't have rosé. I'm. I brought gin and lemonade. Gin and lemonade. I call it the shattered dream. Gin and lemonade. We need. To, does that cocktail have a name? I don't know. Look it up. Let's look it up. Okay. We need. Okay, but before we look it up, we need to come up with a name for it. Like, what's a better name than gin and lemonade? Forgotten summer. Okay, your turn. A uh, uh, a bridge game. Oh, okay. I like that. No doilies allowed. Pine Sol. <laughs> Grandma's not coming home. Uh. <laughs> it does have a name, it turns out. It's called a London lemonade. Okay, okay, okay. When you move to a new place, you get to learn new beer names because every place has a local brewery and they all come up with, you know, hipstery names. Mm-hmm, of course. And I've said before that my favorite Vancouver beer is called the Fat Tug. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think that's super cute. <laughs> Which always makes, always makes me giggle. I know. However, there is a close second, and it is No Boats on Sunday. Oh, no. They sound like they're conflicting beers. Yeah. I don't know why. And I don't, I'm not big on the beer. Like, I don't, I much prefer the fat tug, but don't we all? Ah. (laughs) As far as no boats on Sunday, that's a, that's a good name. Yeah. It sounds a little bit like no bones on Sunday. We got to resurrect that specter again, do we? What kind of specter comes with no bones? I guess all specters because they're incorporeal. Well, and. Did, what was No Bones' name? Did he have a name? I don't remember. I'm sure he did. Noodle. Noodle. Noodles don't have bones ever, so sometimes he was a wet noodle and sometimes he was a dry noodle, I guess. Yeah, there's a... Oh, he has a book. Is it Posthumous? The, yeah, uh, it might be. Hmm. From the creator of the viral Bones or No Bones TikTok videos comes a sweet and entertaining picture book following Noodle the Pug... And he's human as they navigate Noodle's first no-bones day. Aw, how to deal with a bad day. That's a good book for children. Actually, I might need it too. Let's see. Currently has, well, three and a half out of five stars, so I imagine it was a cash grab. Yeah, that doesn't sound very good for a children's book. The pictures carry the book, say some of the reviews. Lord, I guess it's my turn, isn't it? Sure is. That's what I was counting on. (laughs) I don't I even doing... know where my copy of the book is at the moment. <laughs> it might be under the couch. Well, I'm doing Rock and Roll Band. All right. If we were a rock and roll band, we'd travel all over the land. We'd play and we'd sing and wear spangly things if we were a rock and roll band. If we were a rock and roll band and we were up there on the stand... The people would hear us and love us and cheer us. Hooray for that rock and roll band. If we were a rock and roll band, then we'd have a million fans. We'd giggle and laugh and sign autographs if we were a rock and roll band. If we were a rock and roll band, the people would all kiss our hands. 
We'd be millionaires and have extra long hair if we were a rock and roll band. But we ain't no rock and roll band. We're just seven kids in the sand. With homemade guitars and pails and jars and drums of potato chip cans. Just seven kids in the sand. Talking and waving our hands. And dreaming and thinking. Oh, wouldn't it be grand if we were a rock and roll band? And the illustration is seven kids with their non-instruments just going buck wild. Somewhat similar to a poem in Where the Sidewalk Ends. I don't recall the name, but uh, it's the one where they're like, we'll just play our nose like a horn and stuff like and bang on our tummy <laughs> like a drum. <laughs> Orchestra is what it was called. Orchestra, that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I thought absent anything else, we would take this opportunity to talk about some of our music-slash-concert-going experiences. And I don't know why this entered my head, but I thought there might be some stories there. And... I'm not sure my stories are all that interesting, but go well, for it. don't worry. We can... <laughs> I, I'm sure we'll plumb the depths and we'll have something to talk about. All right. Now, I remember my first concert. It was the Beach Boys. (laughs) (gasps) Aww. Okay. They were playing at Six Flags Over Texas, which is an amusement park. Uh Uh-huh. That had, it might still be there, but it used to have an amphitheater. And I think I was about 12. And the Beach Boys, I don't know how many of them are still alive, or if they're still alive. I didn't bother to look it up. But their music is the most 60s sugar pop you could possibly imagine. I love it. I mean, it's, it, it is feel good. I wish I owned a convertible. Taking your best girly to the sock hop kind of music. Some of it is. Some of it's a little darker. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. When old Brian was, was at the helm. but uh. Yeah. So I was at this concert. I remember I went with my, uh, at least my dad and my sister were there. But I, as I said, I was about 12. And I don't know what the, like, what the deal was. Because as the concert went on, I started feeling more and more sick. <laughs> now, it might have been because I was at an amusement park all day long. And riding roller coasters and eating hot dogs and, you know, just generally g- getting a nice goulash going in the tummy. And then exposing it to vibrating bass. But the concert ends, and we're leaving the amphitheater, and I throw up a lot into a bush. It doesn't go anywhere oh, good. You're in, like You a, did it in a bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I lean over, and I hurl into a bush. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is, as I'm throwing up, a really drunk guy is walking by, and he sees me throwing up, and he goes, Woo! <laughs> like, at me. <laughs> How old are you? I'm like 12. Oh my gosh. He see so he thinks you're drunk. <laughs> he thinks I've like just really partied my face off at this Beach Boys concert. Where you are an adolescent. <laughs> and the, and like maybe he couldn't tell because it's like at this point I am bent over into the bush and so he just sees this body throwing up and assumes that, you know, hey, this guy's having a good time. <laughs> Cuz that's the highlight of everybody's night, the moment when they barf. 
But I feel like that is an excellent response, and we should adopt this into the public zeitgeist, where if it's Friday night and you're walking down the street and someone leans over against the doorway and empties some, you know, kebab onto their shoes, you get real close and go, Woo! No, directly no, 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 at no, them. no, 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 don't, 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 don't. As someone who uh, gets nauseous <laughs> easily, it would be so discombobulating <laughs> if someone did that to me. I would be so upset and probably would make me barf more. That would be, I love the, or it's like you visit the hospital in like the wing for people who have cyclic <laughs> vomiting syndrome. <laughs> you just, hey, we brought somebody in here to make you feel better. Jesus. My first concert was uh, actually a festival called the HFS Festival. It was a concert put on by some rock music hfs holy fucking shit what hfs oh holy fucking shit (laughs) Uh is that not Uh, what it stands for i I don't know i guess maybe uh i I never picked that up um i was like 13 maybe 14 and i was with my friend childhood friend who is now dead from drug related stuff and I remember seeing The Offspring, and that's about all I remember seeing. Mm. And I remember as we were heading out from the concert venue, somebody blew smoke in my face, and I was just like, what is that? That smells terrible. Is that crack? (laughs) Oh, God, it smells like skunks. And my friend was like, that's pot. And I was like, that smells so bad. Yeah, you get used to it. I got past my first joint at a Metallica concert. Uh-huh. Did you Yeah, I did partake? not partake. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, I didn't start smoking pot until I was 17, and I never enjoyed it, so I might as well have waited longer. Well, I started when I was, hell, like 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it ramped up when I was like 38, and now mm-hmm. it's uh, now it's replaced pharmaceuticals, so that's a fun thing. I mean, if it's working, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, yeah. The most excited I ever was for a concert was the Pillows, because they were coming to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. And it was at a just hole-in-the-wall bar. And because it's like, you know, the Pillows can, you know, they can sell out a venue in Japan. But over here, this was, God, what, like 2004 or 5 or 6, maybe? Yeah. Or 7? And so, like, like they did not have any exposure over here then, and so they played at a bar, and uh, I met Manabe, uh, who my ja- I, my Japanese was non-existent and his English was non-existent, and so I was just like, yeah. thumbs up. And the wildest opening act versus main event concert that I ever went to was Run the Jewels opening for Lord. Oh, that should have been fucking reversed is what that should have been yeah that energy is all wrong because run the jewels can put on a show and right. lord cannot but that's also the wrong energy to be following something high energy very much huh. that's weird that is that is weird that's, that's dragon force opening for bjork yeah that's weird i had i went to one show where they had a stand-up comedian open for a band open that sounds like an 
I have okay. So here's the thing. It that, was that, weird. That it, it was that weird. has become really big these days. You'll see uh, stand-up comedians that have musical artists open for them. Uh huh. Tom Segura does that, and I think that is super fucking cool. Yeah, I think that's better. It's better that way than the other way around. Maybe. Yeah. Now, who? What would you call Mark Ribolet? Would he be comedy or would he be music? Surely music, right? But he definitely straddles the line. Loop Daddy, you don't know his work, do you? Nope, I was hoping I could just let you keep talking and I wouldn't have to uh, admit my ignorance. Dude is amazing. He, uh, I, <laughs> I got to know, see him before he was cool, but I actually did. He used to perform at restaurants and bars in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And this is like 2018 and he took off in like 2019, 2020. And now he's selling out stadiums. I mean, the dude is... He, he he just did Coachella. Like the dude's amazing, and but the energy he brings to the stage is second to none. He might as well have just done all of the cocaine in the building. He he tears the face off the place, man. He performs in a bathrobe and underwear, and and his entire show is kind of making up lyrics and hitting his loop machine. And it's good. It's so fucking good, man. All right. Like if he ever comes through here live, I am I, I am first in line for those tickets. All right. Well, let me, I guess you should send me some of that, and I should check it out. I think he did this one during the middle of COVID. Well, he is wearing a robe with alpacas on it. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. I mean, I guess I would play this as an alarm. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't really want to listen to it, and that's why I think <laughs> it would make a good alarm. <laughs> oh, well, you know, different strokes. So I live uh, really close to a middle school, and I thought living close <laughs> to a middle school. I don't school, know why that struck me as funny. Would be the best of both worlds because elementary school, you just get screaming children and high school, you get like band practice. And I was like, great. At a middle school, you won't have screaming children because they'll be adolescents and you won't have band practice because who has funding for that in a middle school? Well, you'll get sporting events. Well. Oh, you turns do get band practice. Turns out they s- do still scream like children, except they scream <laughs> fuck, and also their yeah. voice is cracking. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and-, <laughs> and they have a band. They have band and they practice. have a band. They have band practice, and not only that, but it's it's like a marching band, and they will send them through the neighborhood. And oh, like God, them. that's amazing. <laughs> They're just so bad. They're so bad. I would sit outside with water balloons. <laughs> that is the tits, man. Well, it's I, one of my roommate. I was like, I remarked to my roommate, "Wow, they're so bad." And she's like, "Well, they're putting giving it their all." And I looked at them, and I'm like, "No, they really aren't. Like a lot of them are just kind of like slouched are, and like they are painfully disinterested." Yes. <laughs> There's nothing better than a middle school PE class where it's like dudes in hoodies walking around the track. Hoodies and jeans. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's really the worst. It's worse than high school and elementary school. 
<sighs> I'm going to uh, I'm going to close here with a uh, subreddit that I follow, which is Am I the Asshole? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I occasionally I, uh, survey that that subreddit. I want to see the follow up to this one in ten years because. <laughs> Am I the asshole for going to a concert over my mother's wedding? Uh, they were resoundingly labeled as asshole, but here is here's the entirety of the text. My mom is getting... Oh, this uh, shout out to uh, Jesse Boo. My mom is getting remarried. Brackets, my birth father passed away a while ago. A few weeks ago, I won Taylor Swift tickets on the radio for the same day as her wedding. I made the decision to go to the concert over the wedding, and I told her this, and she is very upset. She has not spoken to me since. I love my mother and feel bad missing her wedding, but I thought she would understand due to the circumstances. I do not like my soon-to-be stepfather, and I feel like seeing Taylor Swift is a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience that I do not want to miss. Also, I've made it very clear to my mom over the past few months that I'm not okay with the marriage, but still plan to be at the wedding. But then I won tickets, and things changed. <laughs> oh, you know, man. I kind of feel like if you hate your your uh, your mother's uh, fiance that much, maybe you should yeah, just. Yeah, but do you it. don't do it for the fiance. You do it for your mom. Right, it's your mom. but it's true. Well, there's a level of shitty fiance that i'd be like i am not attending this wedding yeah but it's not like she he beats the fuck out of me it's like yeah this guy's not my dad and i'll never love him fine that's fine you're not doing it for him you're doing it for your mom yeah it's your mom well i think it's one thing to be like i don't approve this wedding and i'm not going uh to and then or (laughs) and another thing to be like i was going but now i'm not for taylor swift i would love to see that there's no way you could carry out this survey scientifically but like the percentage of people who still love their mom versus people who still love their dad it's like if you only love one parent which one is it i guarantee it's 98 percent mom it i guarantee you uh-huh. yeah probably what band would you step over your best friend to go to a concert i haven't been going to concerts lately like once COVID hit i was just like I just got nervous about them, so I haven't been doing that. But I would be really if I if I had tickets to a Taylor Swift concert, I'd be pretty excited about it. Is that so? I don't I don't yeah. hate Taylor Swift's music. Oh, I, really I just like, don't care about it. I really like Taylor Swift. Oh, that's cool. No, the the only one that I would step over my best friend would be Bump of Chicken. Oh, that would be really lovely. I would yeah, th- there there would be no there'd be no stop in that train. Will they ever come to the United States? No. Uh, fucking no. Because, like, they're, they're printing money. Like, have you seen yeah. the arenas they play in Japan? Yeah. They're selling out the Tokyo Dome. It's like, yes, we played one show and we made $7 billion a piece. Yeah, they're not coming over here, ever. That's okay. They can't stop me from going there. <laughs> That's true. Well, they can. They can. Wouldn't it be great if, like, <laughs> Moto went to the airport and he was like, see this motherfucker right here? He yeah. doesn't get through customs. It's yeah. like, bump of chicken, stop me at immigration. <laughs> he's, just, he's standing there with his guitar and just holding up a middle finger. <laughs> Fuck off, Gaijin. <laughs> you get to the Tokyo Dome and there's the big no Gaijin allowed sign. Aw, boo. God damn it. Oh, uh, well. Uh. Do you have any uplifting thoughts for us? Uh, oh my gosh, I have four very cute kittens. Usually, when I have uplifting thoughts, it's about kittens. 
Yeah, but I saw those little fuckers. They are cute. They're really cute, and they're pretty easy compared to the ones that I usually get. I have one one that I haven't posted yet that's a black and white one, and she's a little spicy, but compared to the ones I usually get, it's nothing. Yeah, you've had a, you've had, you've had a good run for a while there. I know. Usually that's bad. I usually don't yeah, get the, good kittens. The next one is going to be like breathing fire and tearing well, things off Well, no. The usually I only get nice kittens after somebody dies, so... But I, and I've gotten oh, a whole spate of nice kittens, so I wonder what's going on. 